Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, Stories from School, where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening. Today is a recording of the Share Chair Podcast, mm-hmm. and we have Maxim Chalupa here. Um, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little about a little bit about yourself, go ahead. Okay, um, well, I'm Max, like Grace said. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a junior. And I have been participating in theater for as long as as I can remember. Most of my life, I've been participating in musical theater in some form or another. Um, this is my third year of doing theater at the high school. And I'm pretty excited to be able to finish up um, our current show and start the musical this spring. Um, also, Mr. Tooney is not here today because we're recording this so in class. So it's just going to be Grace and I yep. um, interviewing today. So, um, so... You're, you were kind of born into a family that does theater. So oh, yeah. was it more like here you here's theater and you're going to grow up with it? Or did you have a choice if you wanted to do it or not? Um, it's kind of a mixture of the two because there have been times where I've gone, you know, I really know if I want to do theater right now. Like, no, you're doing theater. You will do it. And then there are other times where it was more of just something I wanted to do. The summer... Um, after eighth grade year, going to my freshman year, when I had Sing in the Rain, that was the first real show I ever really participated in, and that was by choice. And I was very surprised since I got the lead in that, and that was, like I said, I, it was like the first real show I'd ever been in where you actually have to audition and try and get a role, and you're competing with other people. Mm-hmm. And so that was of my own choice. But when I was a younger kid doing, um, oh, what was the program called? The Rising, Rising Stars. Stars. Yes, with um, CPP at, was that? N- not Norton Shorts. Um, Grand Haven. Yeah, Grand, Grand Haven. Haven. Um, that was more of the, hey, we're here most of the day, so you can come do summer theater with us. And that, but that got me into it a lot. And I remember those um, shows very fondly. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So um, speaking of Singing in the Rain, so I was an intern for that, and Izzy was as yes. well. Um, what was that experience like? Was that something that pushed you to do theater in high school? Because you said it was, you know, the year going into ninth grade, so... That was like the first show that you auditioned for and the first real show that you did. So mm-hmm. th- was that like the game changer that you were like, okay, I want to do theater in high school? Or re- that was definitely a bit of a game changer for me since before then. Like I had done, I've done a lot of dance lessons most of my life. I think I did about 11 consecutive years of actual dance lessons. And then um, in terms of singing, I did not sing at all until I got the audition music. And I was like, all right, I'll probably practice a little bit. And so when I won the lead, which I was not expecting to do at all, and then my friends think my friends were a lot better than I was, um, I was like, hey, I could like actually do this in high school and be good at it. And this is something that I actually do enjoy. And I never really like realized because you know, we were in a kid's show. It's just, you know, a kid's show, yeah. which is a lot different than, you know, participating in The Music Man yeah. or in Beauty and the Beast. And so when I was in that, that was like, wow, this is a lot of fun getting to like do more like complex dances or having um, just like the next level of singing and talent and things like that. That was a big eye opener. And that certainly pushed me a lot to want to do it in high school. Definitely. And that's like, that's a bigger deal. You know, the transition from middle school to high school, especially performance wise, uh, and especially the professional level, right? High school is a lot more, a lot more work. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like speaking of a lot more work, I think puffs, which is our fall play, um, it has around 200 props in it, which oh, is yeah. which and is a lot. We are adding more every day. We're adding yeah. like huge <laughs> yes, costumes. It just is yeah. going up rapidly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what 
What's been your favorite part of Puffs so far? Of Puffs? Um, I think it's just been, it's, it's hard to tell because Puffs is such a crazy high-octane show. It's, it's, just it's w- different. It is just one thing after another, just going, going, going. And so at any point, you might have just some funny improv line. There's a lot of improv in that show, mm-hmm. a lot of it. Or just when that slips up and you don't notice, but you keep going on. Mm-hmm. And every, you can't really mess up that show once you know it because there is so much that you can, that you can improv that a slip-up improv would seem normal. Yeah. And so there is so much all the time that like every run-through is different. You just laugh at it and go, oh, my gosh, that was so funny, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's a lot of lines that can be improved in there, can uh, mm-hmm. the, the three asterisk marks, yeah. What's been your f- your favorite part about it? You know, like, you play uh, Oliver, who's, like, this nerd. So what, what's what been your favorite part about playing Oliver? Um, I think that, for Oliver, it's... He's a very um I, he's a very funny character to play or just he he's just very um uh opposite to a lot of the um characters I'm used to playing because it like when I was in Sing the Rain I was Don Lockwood who is a big Hollywood um movie star in Beauty and the Beast I was Lumiere who is um <laughs> another very confident suave guy and then coming here now um amongst other um uh, minor things we've done like when we do Teen Intensive in the summer. He's such a, I mean, very nerdy, geeky character. He's not really sure what to do with, what to do with himself or how to enact, interact with other people properly. And so it's just a very different kind of character to play for me, not something I'm very used to. But I think a lot of that has been the fun of getting to learn that character and how to do all those mannerisms and little things. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So Teen Intensive is something, it's the rec department, right, that puts it on. Mm -hmm. And it's for, because we have summer theater, which is like junior theater Mm -hmm. for kids from like, what, fifth grade to eighth grade, right? Yeah, I think so. And so then we have Teen Intensive, which is for, I think, eighth grade to People who just graduated. Yeah, Yeah. people who just graduated. Now, you were in Teen Intensive. Yes. And I think the, because I came to the show that one night, where you oh, just took off that. the robe, yep. and so they <laughs> they sang um, "Freak Flag" from Shrek the Musical, mm-hmm. and it's a very eclectic number. Yes, the premise <laughs> of the, you know what, Max, <laughs> I I just want you to explain okay. what you did. <laughs> so the premise of "Freak Flag." So if you've seen Shrek, you know it's got all those very kill characters, you know, like Mother Goose um, stories, all those kinds of things. And so the premise of "Freak Flag" is. There, as everyone's trying to um, push up Pinocchio, make him feel better, and say, hey, we're all freaks, it's okay to be different, and all that stuff. And a lot of people have accept, have seen that as like their song and like a really big thing for them. Well, um, part of the bit in Freak Flag is that um, all the creatures um, come up, and they say what's different about them. There's a gnome that smells like sauerkraut, or there is a fairy that's a Scientologist, or weird things like that. And during that song, I played the role of the Big Bad Wolf who, as you know from the fairy tale, um, ate the grandmother and wore the grandmother's clothes. And so in the song, he says the line, I'm going to shed my house coat. The end, then the entire chorus goes, Miss Thingy, work it out, as we're about to get into the chorus. And as um, the chorus hits, the big bed wolf strips off his grandma robe to reveal um, a cabaret-style, usually glittery underwear, something along those lines. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I had done for, that, for, for the closing night, I didn't do this opening night. I had grabbed a sports bra and put it on under my sparkly vest and robe, and I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> so during the performance, once I stripped off the robe 
it it was just there because I was shirtless under the um uh vest thing, and it, it was I was there. But yeah. it, that's just that's more like one of the beautiful things about it is just you get to put yourself out there, and it's just fun. Yeah. You were raised in a very eccentric, theatrical family. I know your mom did dance and theater and you majored in that and studied in that for years. And it's just how is it like or how did that influence you as a person raised by people who are, are obsessed or very in tune with the fine arts, you know, molding you into this, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and could that, you know, does that help you, you know, so. I mean, that a lot of it has definitely helped me become a more outgoing person. I usually... I'm usually more, more introvert. I meet people, but on stage, it's almost, it just feels, it's like when you're on, when they say you're online and there's that like screen between you. And so there's nothing stopping you from doing something bad from being say mean online. It's the kind of, it's like the similar kind of concept on stage where you're just a different person. You no longer are Max or Grace or whomever. You're mm-hmm. now this character. And so you should own that to the best of your ability. And so then it was my dad's idea to um, put the bra on for the big bed wolf scene. We were just sit. We were. Just, it was like half an hour till call time, and I'm just sitting there in my living room. And my dad goes, "You know what? Wouldn't it be funny, Max? You put that bra on under your cloak, and then you had that on when you did the bit." And I said, "Oh my gosh, Dad, that'd be so funny!" And so I did it. But they're always pushing me to be better, try something new, take a risk, things like that. And so. Um, like when I listen to my dad sing every day, there are times in the summer where I'll be sleeping and it'll be going on 10 or 11. Then all of a sudden I wake up to hearing him sing opera from downstairs and it resonates <laughs> through the house. And I'm like, stop singing. I'm trying to sleep. But it's one of those things where it's just always in my life and I want to be like them. I just want to, I want to get better. And this is, it's just so much fun. And if you're like that, that kind of section, that's your passion in that, you know, theater and, mm-hmm. and acting. Do you think you'd want to pursue a career in that eventually? Or, or where do you think you'd go after going to college you know would you take a class or study more into this or is do you think just a high school experience um I don't know if I'd want to do any sorts of majors Mm -hmm. in theater I definitely want to participate want to try and participate when I'm in college Mm -hmm. and and into adulthood because there are so many programs it's just such such a fun community um I'm planning on pursuing more music but not necessarily in the musical theater aspect yeah so and then you you also play baritone in band has that like connected to theater at all? Um, um. In minor ways, there have been times where, and I haven't had the chance to do this yet, regrettably, but um, where I would have had the ability to either play in pit or play my trombone for a piece during Teen Intensive or things like that. But it also just kind of elevates my understanding of music, because not only from theater do I know how to um, sing that and work along with that, but now with band, I can read it, I kind of understand the mechanics of it, and it just a lot of that just kind of helps tie together my dance, my singing, my rhythm, a lot of that, and just kind of elevates that to the next level. You said, and you, you mentioned how you want to go into music, and that isn't, like, what era of music? Is that from your instrument, playing baritone? Um, so I, w- I, so I love singing, and that's what I kind of want to go into, some sort of performing, whether that be, um, say, as... Like um, what's the term? Like an artist, you know, somebody who releases music, releases mm-hmm. music and sings. Like when you think of um, just any big name, like on the radio, things like that. I enjoy. Anybody who knows me will know I am constantly singing, mm-hmm. and I'm constantly being told to stop singing. You're in public. Don't do that, and things <laughs> like that. But it's just I can't get those things out of my head. It's just something I love to do, and I would love to, for as much music as I consume on a daily basis, be able to put back out there and give to other people as well. Mm-hmm. Pursue it, yeah, definitely. So. 
let's let's talk more about puffs because this is going to be coming mm-hmm. out afterwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, t- this week's tech week. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you don't if anyone listening, we all three of us are in this show. Yeah. So it looks different for for all three oh, of yeah. us. But I want to ask, what is it like to be on stage in those funny laugh lines? What's that like? Um, if, if it, I mean, it feels pretty great to make people laugh. Anybody who's told a joke would know that it's enjoyable to make people laugh. Um, it gets harder when you're not the one doing it because you now want to laugh. And especially, mm. like we mentioned earlier, there was so much improvisation the other night when we were going. And somebody had a funny line, and they ran across stage in a goofy manner they had never done before. Mm-hmm. And we're on stage trying not to break down laughing. Or um, in the second act, there is a scene that is completely that is supposed to be completely improvised by that actor, mm-hmm. and there is no guidelines whatsoever as, as as to what they're supposed to do. And we just have to stand there and look at him straight faced as he runs around, does whatever he happens to think of in that moment. And so it can be difficult to keep your compo- composure, mm-hmm. but in general, it, those are just the, some of the best parts of the show, in my opinion, is just when you're all laughing and having a good time. Because even the little actors on stage are laughing. Like, the audience gets it, and you're just all connected and having yeah, a good time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so... And I think laughter in a yeah. lot of, like, I think the... Okay, the musicals that I love the most and the performances I love the most watching have the most humor in them. Like, Adam's Family yeah. I watched when I was little, and I still think it is one of my favorite performances mm-hmm. because of the amount of humor that was in it and that kind of like laughter brings people together you know yeah. it, it's it's a dopamine release and so when people laugh they enjoy it more you know and they're looking forward to laughing in the next line and this show is packed with so much oh, yeah. comedy oh, yeah and <laughs> so much like ridiculous laugh like we had one person in the audience yesterday right yeah, there was and was he was rough. laughing yeah. the whole time oh and my, yeah his laughter was just like ringing across the entire yeah i could like auditorium i and, could hear in the very back at you the know booth, and it's, it's so. like refreshing to hear that mm-hmm. right oh, yeah. and especially as actors right mm-hmm. refreshing yeah. to hear laughter one of the worst feelings when you're doing comedy on stage is when you have an audience that doesn't want to laugh and which we've certainly had before when you have people sitting there when it's like especially a small group and they just sit there you say something funny and they just sit there and look at you and you're like was that not funny what are your favorite like what are your favorite parts of the show if you could like do like a synopsis of it yeah um definitely one of my top ones is the scene with Zach Smith, which is the one that we just mentioned. It's completely improvised. All the kids are um, about to do sports, and Zach Smith is their coach. And he just comes on, and he's making fun of kids, and then he has this big monologue, whatever he wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. It it is complete whatever they want. So there's a huge array of, I think it was in the Broadway, the guy who played it did over 600 different improvisations. Yeah. And so that is a huge bit. That's really funny. Um, later on, there's a character called Jay Finch. He's talking about how... Um, uh, he was eating all the flavored beans, which references um, the Birdie Bots flavored beans, where you just can get them in any flavor. And he has to mention his favorite flavored bean. That's another improv line where it's only one or two words. And he says, puppies. Yeah, or was like, Szechuan sauce. And that can be another one where it just, it just completely steals the show. Or um, my favorite one of my um, comedy bits um, is in, in the very beginning, during the Halloween um, dance. And um, I walk onto stage and I'm asked where I've been. And I said, "Oh, well, I've been working on spells." And I cast a spell into the sky, and it happens to hit an owl. And so you just see an owl fly out of the sky, and you hear a crunch <laughs> yeah, as it graphic. smacks the ground. Yeah. And there's just a moment there where it pauses, and everybody turns and looks at me, and it is so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Those are some pretty good parts. And do you think with this show and the shows you've done in the past, are you feeling more confident as an actor? Are you feeling more confident with your, you know? Every, members around you, theater crew, you know, that kind of theater family, are you feeling more 
in tune with yourself as an actor, you know, since you're going to become a senior mm-hmm. soon, right? Junior year. And just how is the, how have you evolved as an actor throughout the, this period of time, you know, from whenever you started, right? You young boy and then growing up, you know, experiencing theater all of your life, you know, how have you grown as an actor? Um, I mean, I have, I mean, just in general, since I was a little kid, I mean, anybody, all of us have grown so much mm-hmm. since we were little, but in these years in high school, um, I, f- I feel like I've made a lot of growth, especially in my singing, my acting, just my in general perfor- performance since I kind especially with Sting the Rain, I was just jumping in cold. Like a lot of my friends had been doing the middle school shows and stuff like that. They had done Aladdin and Susicle and I had done, I opted to do neither of those, which in retrospect, I wish I did. But um, in terms of this show and how confident I feel, I feel like we're I feel like we're gonna do very well. I mean, aside from all the new tech stuff we're adding in every day, which yeah, <laughs> yeah, Grace knows it's, it gets stressful. But um, uh, I feel like with this show, usually I feel like plays, which are um, usually not song based or there's very little music at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually feel less confident in those because a lot of line memorization, mm-hmm. which scares me. I feel more comf- com- comfortable, which a lot of people would definitely disagree, in musicals. Like when I was Lemire and Beating the Beast, and that's a huge part. Mm-hmm. But when I'm singing Be Our Guest, I can just, like, the music clicks so much easier when I'm sitting there singing and dancing, I can't breathe. For whatever reason for me, that is so much easier than having to sit on stage and recite a three line monologue mm-hmm. that takes all of 10 seconds. That yeah. is just worlds easier for me. Well, I'm going to compliment you real quick. You said, like, Singing in the Rain was, like, your first, um, like, show that that was real um, for you. And I was one of the interns, and I was, like, the stage manager for the show. And I, I remember one night you couldn't find your umbrella oh, for Singing yeah. in the Rain. But you pulled it off so well. <laughs> like, I remember you're running, and he's like, I don't know where my umbrella is. And you, I'm like, uh, you've got like two seconds to go yep. on stage, and you pulled it off. Yeah. And you know, you know, I've seen you like kind of grow as well. And I mean, you're only a grade yet; you're only a year younger than me and Izzy. Yeah. But like, you still, you still see those changes in people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that was scary. Cause, but yeah. you, I mean, you pulled it off. Well, yeah, because I was supposed to have that umbrella, a hat, and an overcoat. And they were yep. on our coat hanger, and I'd take it off, and then sometimes mm-hmm. we'd roll the things off stage, and I'd be walking through the street, leave whatever the lead woman's name was. I can't remember what the character name is, but I'd door, and then I'd go through the street. It's running out, and i go, singing in the rain, doo 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 doo. And I'm supposed to have an umbrella, and I'd flip it around. There was a whole tap dance section where I used it as a cane, and for every reason, it just was not there. And so Grace just says, take your hat and go. So she shows me on stage. <laughs> I didn't s- say it like that, okay? Well, I mean, maybe. But And the curtains are coming up, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, no. And so I'm just walking around. I got my hat. I f- was flipping up my arm, doing spins, just stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? If I can't have my umbrella, I might as well make it like I wasn't supposed to have one, right? Yeah, might as well use my hat as my only prop. <laughs> yep, which was scary, but, I mean, it worked. But you, I you made it. it work, yeah, which is, I think – an incredible thing for an actor or actress because being able to improvise on the spot you know it's a key part of acting yeah which i think that's why puffs is really kind of great what do you like better more serious shows like either musicals or plays or the funny ones oh that's that's hard because like when you look at puffs it's just so much fun to do Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like a stand-up comedy you know it's more than and even though Puffs is a bit more geared towards um, people who are Potterheads, because if you're not, it, it won't make a lick of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much fun to do. When you look at like one of my favorite shows, and one I really want to do, 
um, is Phantom of the Opera, which is a very serious <laughs> um, show about, I mean, I guess the, the plot summary is that you have, um, uh, what's his face? I, the, does the Phantom even have a name? No, it's just Phantom. Yep. He's just, uh, um, I believe, yeah, he hides his face behind a mask and he lives in this opera house. And then there's a um, show going on in it and he falls in love with the lead actress. And he's trying to woo her in and then the um, lead actor who's also in love with her tries to stop him. It's this very dramatic, it's a yeah. very beautiful show with some amazing music. Mm -hmm. And um, Music of the Night, which is Phantom's love song to her, is my favorite, it's my favorite song from that show. And I, want to, and I would love that so bad. But it's one of those things where as much as it's fun to laugh and be funny, mm -hmm. doing kind of, doing that song, being able to, that ballad, and being able to just have that power and the emotion is, it's just so raw and awesome mm -hmm. that they're almost not comparable in a way. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't really say this one's better than the other because there's like different spectrums of that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, because because there's that that those kinds of musicals, those kinds of shows bring more emotion, right? Rather than other mm -hmm. shows that bring comedy, and yeah. both of those things are, are great. Well, and then I think there's there's um, musicals that have a good mix of it. Yeah, musicals able to balance both that you know comedy and emotion aspect can make it more enjoyable for people watching. Yeah. You know? So, I I was gonna ask you what's been your favorite musical that you've done, but you've only done one, right? Well, at the at the high school, at the yes, high school, but I've done so. I mean, Beauty and the Beast because my freshman year was when um COVID nineteen hit, so Music Man got canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, but Beauty and the Beast was spectacular. It was yeah. one of my favorite shows I've done at Spring Lake. Um, Stingray was fun, maybe not my favorite, only because of a bit of my lack in skills. If I had tackled Stingray where I am now, it would be a world better, just in my quality of acting. My vocal range has increased, which definitely was an issue <laughs> then as somebody who's going through puberty. Um, and then in se when I was in seventh grade, um, I was in MCC's production of Piffin, which to this day is one of my uh. favorite shows. I played Theo, which was kind of convenient because... Pippin has is an entirely adult character cast, and then there's one child. And I was the only per person who showed up to be the child, so they're like, all right, um, if you can sing and it's not bad, you can have the part. And so I did it, and I got it. Oh, so, but Pippin to this day is one of my favorite musicals, and I would love to that one again, even though we did that. It was yeah, 2017, it was, it was, maybe? Yeah, I think it was the one before uh, Adam's Family. So mm -hmm. Yes, yes, it was. So we won't get a chance to do it here, but... no. That was one of my favorite musicals too. That was I remember that one very fondly. Mm -hmm. um, what's been your favorite play? Because you get to choose from Peter and the Starcatcher, oh. Check, Check Please, Please and, and now Puff. Puffs. Um. Well, Pete, honestly, and th they were all great. Check Please was probably my least favorite, only because of how we had to run it with mm -hmm. um, uh, quarantine, having to be masked and that, up. And that one had to be recorded too. Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we, we couldn't know live performance for that yeah. one. And that certainly, I feel like, drew from the entire show in general. Mm -hmm. um, although that was a very fun character I got to play in that one because yeah. I was a guy who was who weighed 300 pounds and he went on a diet where he ate only onions day and night, all meals, and he lost all that money and all he wanted to do on his date was flash off his big, huge pair of trousers that he no longer fit in because he lost 300 pounds eating only onions. Um, <laughs> Peter and the Star Catch was pretty amazing. Well, that was weird as well because even though it was a play, it, it had was it, songs in it. That's it had what a made lot it of so songs. Yeah, yeah, and there was a lot. There was a lot of comedy in that one too. 
Yeah. That one has a special place in my heart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think what, what made Peter and the Star Catcher take the cake was at the opening of Act 2, mm-hmm. there was a mermaid scene where all the main characters have fallen to the ocean because there was a big pirate ship battle closing Act 1. And now they're all covered in the um, star stuff. Now they're all mermaids. And they all sing a song. The good guys, the bad guys, they're all together. They're just, and it was star stuff. Mm-hmm. And all it was a great number. And then what made that even better was, I think it was, it, well, it had to have been the second night. I can't imagine it wasn't. Um, uh, what happened was it was so hot backstage. Um, Rob, who does a lot of our music, he plays our piano and all that, had, I don't think he had passed out, but he was he about to. He passed out. He had passed out, yes. He was on the ground. Um, then Kyle Kuhn, our lead for that number, he played um, the uh, equivalent of Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Yes. Stash. Stash. Yeah. Black yeah. Stash. He also was sick, and he was he, vomiting backstage. Mm-hmm. And so that's I what think, took the cake for you, Max. Well, not that, <laughs> but then so well, I'll get there, right? So okay. intermission was half an hour long, and so we're all of a sudden we're, pa- we're all panicking, and we've got no idea what's gonna happen. Don't know what we gotta do, right? Eventually, um, my mom, who Shay, she directs all the shows. She runs on stage and goes, "All right, guys, we're doing an acapella." <laughs> and so the um, our only other music guy backstage who did a lot of our percussion, all of a sudden we hear on his um a snare and cymbal, and we all just run out. We we do we sing our song and dance. Kyle happens to just come on stage <laughs> after you know um, vomiting his eyes out backstage, and we did it, and it was great. And that was one of my most fond memories. It's one of those things where the show must go on, and yeah. no matter how awful it seems like it's going to be, everything will be okay, even yeah. if you know half your cast is unconscious or sick, and people are getting hysterical because they're scared for the people who are sick or things like that. Yeah. Like it, the show will go on. That well, was awesome. I yeah, I I loved that show too. Um, yeah, but I think like with with shows, you you get to that final night, but then you also have all the rehearsals and stuff and the jokes that are made, mm-hmm. and that's like your own little memories that you get to keep with the cast and crew. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> you know talk about next is the, the community, you know, mm-hmm. and and the bonding of community and, and kind of feeling like theater is a family and. How, did that feel like that for you? Is it feeling like you have a, a support system, a good, mm-hmm. healthy community in theater? And is that why you proceed to continue, you know, going back to mm-hmm. musicals, going back to productions? Because it's such a, let's, happy, like, open arms, you know, just safe environment. Um, yeah, theater is one. I mean, we are 100% a big, huge family. Like... Whether it's supporting each other when we do when we warm up, we have good things. We just share good things that are going on in our life within the last few days or things like that. Um, just we are always there, and we are just we are all of us are so close. And whenever we do um, the musical, because that's the last thing we do in the summers, and the seniors are going, it's always very emotional. There are people crying, and I got to make Adam cry last year because I said <laughs> something nice, and that was pretty funny. <laughs> but um, uh, it just it really just goes to show whenever we do shows, and I mean fresh um, seniors or the freshmen. Everyone's sad and crying just because we've grown so close over that over the time of that show, and now it's time to go and you're done. That's that's how a lot of shows are. If you've never done theater, is that the cast is very um, hurt when you have to separate. My sister, who is in Shrek, it was maybe a year or so ago, maybe. She is still um she was so excited when she gets to see anybody else who is in that cast, even after all that time, just because you grow so close together. But then, yeah, when you go and it, um I feel like for me as well as on um, my friend Aaron who is our co-director's daughter, it'll be very hard for us as well, since we have, both of us, have grown up not only deeply rooted in the theater community, mm. but this community here at Spring Lake. Like, um, 
the people who graduated our freshman year and sophomore year are people who we have known since they were in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And so we always look to them as like the just like peak of um, uh, of acting and this performance and the singing and the dancing and all of it. And so then watching these people like grow up and then all of a sudden we get to grow up and do shows with them and now they're gone and then they're gone and now we're in their spots and I'm realizing, hey, these freshmen, the sophomores, these people who are in eighth grade, seventh grade are now looking up to me when I do mm -hmm. summer theater or mm -hmm. I'm now in these shows. I'm in that mm -hmm. spot and then soon I'll be gone now and I will have to leave it all behind. And aside from doing teen intensive in the summer theaters with the kids, that will be it. And it's already almost done, which is. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy because I don't know if Izzy and Max, because you, you interned for summer theater as well. You know, you, I, I know the freshmen this year, they were eighth graders in the summer still, yeah. and they did summer theater. And now they're freshmen. So we already know what they're like. Like, we already mm -hmm. are friends with them, you know? And so, like, that theater family starts it doesn't start in high school mm -hmm. it starts way before it does yeah. you it really does. have to learn to appreciate these people yeah like when i was in singing in the rain um the, I'm, I'm a junior now the people who were the people who are freshmen now were in singing in the rain as sixth graders and so the girl who i played across from um ava yeah she was in, she was in sixth grade and i was going to my freshman year and thing and that's that kind of relation there is how i would have seen people like kyle or adam or any of these other leads and I realized that I uh, that with these younger people, I really need to be there for for them and just support them because whenever I got praised from my idols, it was so amazing, and I mm -hmm. felt like just I felt like our family was just growing, becoming tighter. And okay. so now I have to uh, me as well as any of my other um, peers need to realize that like these people now look up to us, even though we still feel like we're new and we're like getting into the program, we're rocking it out. We're almost done. Yeah. I mean, um, when I mean, when this <laughs> show comes out, um, we will only have three shows left. We'll have our musical and then our senior year. And that's it. I'm done. Not, not, for, us. not for me. Oh, yeah, you two are done. <laughs> so, like, when you said that you thought of Ava as a sixth grader, did you think that there, that was such, like, a big age difference when you were, um, like, that age? And now when you're in high school as a junior and she's a freshman, is it any different? or? Because well, high school kind of puts you guys all together, yeah. right? When yeah. you're in middle school, you're separated because you're in classrooms with your same grade. You know, mm -hmm. when you're in high school, you're thrown into classes with kids who are in different grades than you. And so you kind of have a more of a community. Yeah. So high school is different because it's more open that way. Mm -hmm. where We're all kind of collectively learning together, right? Mm -hmm. Multiple classes together. So it's more open and people can bond a lot more, oh, yeah. I think, with different age groups. Yeah, like mm -hmm. when I... Like, um, so, like, during those Singing in the Rain auditions, I auditioned, I did all, I think I, I ended up auditioning the last, which was, it, it's, that's probably the worst place to be. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, when I saw Ava audition, I'm like, wow, she is really good. Like, I've, why have I never seen her before? Like, how come I, like, she's not in my grade, and I don't think she's in the grade below me. And so, after auditions, I go, hey, mom, who was that, that one girl? Who, what grade is she? And she goes, oh, she just, did, did, like, she just finished sixth grade. And my jaw dropped. I'm like, What? Because, I mean, like, sure, you know, we are still little kids, but, like, wow. And so it's one of those things now where now that um, I'm in my upper class because she's now a freshman, it seemed – the age gap seems a lot smaller. But it's one of those – yeah, like, like I was saying earlier, you just have to appreciate these people and now help and help mold them so that by the time they're in, our, they're in my shoes now, you know, they can be there for those, for those people. But it's also crazy when you look – when I look up and um, see the other guys who graduated before me. How, when I was looking up at them all those years ago, 
there were only like like eighth graders or freshmen mm-hmm. yeah. and and it's been a long time since I've been either of those things and I felt so little then and it's kind of weird to think about how I looked up to them is how people now look up to me and you go wow I really wasn't much of anything but I was still so special those people were still so special to me it's definitely like a, a cycle that it filters through theater yeah. because you have the mm-hmm. top, you know, freshmen going to seniors and then it just keeps cycling through. You get like yeah. new groups every year mm-hmm. and then it's a new community every mm-hmm. year. You bond with new people every year. You meet new friends, Yeah, you know, and, and you also grow up with those people, people who keep returning to theater, you know, that's where the community starts. Yeah, like, like I through said, that bonding. like I said earlier, like I saw you grow up. I really didn't, but you I know, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, but I saw you mature more, mm-hmm. and I, I can see where you are today. And definitely, and I, and I, I knew you ever since you were a yeah, little, little kid. Oh, yeah, little kid. You literally kid. did. <laughs> because, you know, my, our, my mom's family, mm-hmm. like, our family is really Very good close, friends yeah. with the Chalupas. We've been close, close friends, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. all my life, ever since I was, like, four years old, and we've done Rising mm-hmm. Stars together. So I grew up seeing you you know, mature as a person and seeing you uh, grow as an actor. And it's just really exciting to see that. And it's also, I, I really, you're doing a really good job and I see the growth and it's great, mm-hmm. you know? Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. So bizarre not having grown out of it. And I hope that, um, since I presume my mom will keep, will continue to direct for many years. I can hope that I can, um, like one of our, um, uh, tech crew, Cole, he graduated like four mm-hmm. or five years ago and he keeps coming back to help with Itself. And so I hope I can at least continue to come back and be some part of this community. Because, yeah, it's weird to think that in only two, three years, there will be a group of freshmen who will mm-hmm. have no idea who I am. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody thought that. Some of the students were like, I'll come and I'll just be the director's son. And I won't be remembered like that. And it's weird because I know everybody probably feels like that, where you have so many great names. And like 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 Kyle Kuhn, that was a huge name. He did so spectacular during his years, his years in high school. And we mentioned Kyle in the dressing room the other day. And one of the freshmen goes, who is that? And we all really? look at each other. Yeah, we all look at each other and go, "Oh my God!" Because he was, he. I mean, there's not. He was Kyle. Like it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, he, he was Kyle. And to think that there are people who just don't know who that is was mind-boggling. Yeah. So we have one last question to ask you. Um, if you could give any piece of advice to anyone, what would that be? I I think I would harken back the idea of put yourself out there, take risks. I mean, as a theater person, of course, I'm doing that all the time. And so what I see is a risk, which it would be like putting on a bra and now I'm st- all of a sudden I'm stripping on stage. <laughs> you know, for some people, a risk would be going and talking to somebody someday. You will grow so much as a person, do and try so much more, just love just your life and everything so much more. If you just go and try something new, or put yourself out there, do something crazy or different. And no matter what people say about you, or because you will, there will always be critics. There's gonna be people who put you down or say something, and they go, you know what? Just I don't care what they say. Because had I told my friends before before the show what I was planning on doing during that um, performance of um, Freak Flag, so many of my friends would have put me down and said, that's really real. Why are you gonna do that? That's just so stupid. And other really mean words I can't say on this podcast and things like that. <laughs> and, but, like, I didn't. I mean, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to rock. And people are going to love it. Yes. And no matter what people say and, or call me, I loved it. People on stage loved it. And certainly people in the audience loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, just take risks. Put yourself out there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank That's you good. so that much. wraps it up. Yeah, for being on the Share Yeah, Share thank you. Podcast. Thank you, guys. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. 
Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at The Share Chair. Listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com for more.